Hi, my name is Renita, and I am your host of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. My podcast aligns with idea of my blog of feeling comfortable with you. I'm excited to share topics and ideas with you today. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, lovelies. Last week, I realized Instagram or my phone don't want me to be great, as last week's lunch lives did not go as planned. I am on the fence for continuing them or not. However, I did enjoy them. Where we left off on the last lunch live was I was talking about consistency and creating a routine, a routine that will help me to efficiently balance work and play. To view my past Instagram lives, you can view them on the website, beyourownkind.com. Also on the website are the latest articles, episodes, and YouTube videos. You are welcome to send a product for review to the mailing address found in the description box. And this will be this review will be featured on my social media sites and mentioned in an episode. If you are looking for a continuing promotion, please email me at beyourownkind at yahoo.com for, for more package information. Also, if you like what you hear, read, or see on any of the platforms, please feel free to leave a comment or donate through the mentioned avenues in the description box. If there are any topics you would like for me to discuss or want to contact me, please email me or contact me via the website. I am always so grateful for your listenership. was so personal to me that I did not want to mention the topic in the introduction and then expound later as I usually do. This topic of choosing my community has been an action I have been working on for years. Over time, I compromised my identity to be liked and accepted. I've emptied my wallet in hopes that people would stick around. The tricky part about this is I am a giver, and giving gifts is my love language. It can be very costly when in the wrong relationship. This is not limited to romantic relationships, but friendships as well. This behavior became the norm and caused me to question people that entered my life that did not want anything from me. I discovered how unhealthy this behavior was when I realized people only called me in time of tragedy and overlooked me in triumph. I was helpful enough to give advice, but in return was half listened to or given diluted advice. I used to think something was broken in me that attracted vultures. Or maybe it was karma for times I might not have been the nicest to others. I accepted the behavior because I thought I was the root. Little did I know, it was just the behaviors I was accepting and my inability to set boundaries. These types of people stuck with me because I allowed them to. I did not assert or teach them how I wanted to be treated, so they kept going that mile. It wasn't until my aha moment that I realized I am worth more than being a 911 call or a human ATM. I had to realize that God was not eternally punishing me for my mistakes and I was worthy of love and respect. Now, when I realized this, I still had trouble discerning the type of people I wanted to recruit in my community. This point segues into the topic of today of determining who to invite in your circle. 
I was doing some Google research and came across a fantastic article written by Ann Beckard entitled How to Stop Fitting In found on tinybuddha.com. In the article, she quote, start quote, when you try to fit in, you let imaginary standards measure when you've arrived and you never ever get there. Stop looking outside yourself to see if you're pretty enough, smart enough, thin enough, or rich enough. You will always belong when you know that you are already enough. End quote. She further stated that once you realize that you are enough, then you would need to assure you are surrounding yourself around positive people. Basically, finding your people. Here are some type of people we should be weary of when choosing our circle. Number one, the person that uses you as an accessory or a tool. I don't know how this will relate in friendships, but I have known a ton of people that date people that look a certain way to parade around their loved ones and friends. Wait, I digress. In friendships, people can parade you around the family to give off an illusion they have it together, but never include you in like the fun stuff. The other bad thing is to be used as a tool. If a person is only calling you because they need you to do something or to always listen to them without even asking how you are, most likely you are being treated as a tool. These type of people rarely check on you to see how you are. The conversations are normally geared towards them and they totally disregard any and everything that is going on in your life. They don't celebrate your successes and they are not around to uplift you during your failures. Well, you get the point. They're looking for you to invest in them without ever investing in you. Person number two, they find fault in every dream you share. Might I preface, there is a difference between a realist and a pessimist. Per Google, a realist is defined as a person who accepts a situation as it is and is prepared to deal with it accordingly. Per Google, a pessimist is defined as a person who tends to see the worst aspect of things or believe that the worst will happen. See the difference? So when someone uses the excuse for being negative that they're a realist, they should get the side eye. If a person is a realist, there has to be some angle of your dreams that will be positive from time to time, or they would be able to present another angle. I am not saying only surround yourself with yes people, but people that will be honest, and even if they don't understand, will express it with genuine intent and also help you to find a solution. The last type of person I'm going to discuss is the person that compares their life to yours. The habit of comparison is dangerous, period. It is not good for you to do this also. The general idea is you don't know what a person had to go through to get what they got, or even better, what's for you is for you and what's for them is for them. When you surround yourself around people that are constantly competing, it is very exhausting. It causes you to stay on the defense because you don't know if they are listening to your game plan to work on their next gameplay or if they want to know just to support you. Make sure that you are sharpening each other and not trying to see who will reach the imaginary finish line first. There is enough out here for all of us. 
there is no need to compete and compare how much more money a person has than you or who has a happier marriage or the larger car or the better house in the words of rapper j cole there is no such thing as a life that's better than yours so when choosing someone in your circle please make sure their intentions are genuine determining your circle is about how others make you feel presently I find that sometimes we hold on to relationships that no longer benefits us due to the amount of time that we have known them. Longevity does not always equate to healthy. Sometimes we find our most support from strangers. I don't know the psychology behind this. Maybe this can be a future topic, but I will tell you I am very grateful to my internet friends and those that I personally know that support my platform. Have you had to recently reassess your circle? What are some of the behaviors you weeded out when choosing your circle? To continue this conversation um, on the topic, please leave a comment under this episode on BeYourOwnKind.com. Until next time, don't forget to be your own kind. Bye.